welcome to the Corporate Streets Podcast. And this is the podcast for people who have an ATV, a $300,000 RV, a boat in the Ozarks, but they still need a GoFundMe to bury their mama. <laughs> and this is... Um, damn it, I forgot to give myself a name again. This is Fortunate Jaren. And this is TJ. Or nearly dead Jaren, or almost died Jaren. <laughs> what, you had the zombie apocalypse or something? What you, what you mean, nearly dead? What's, what's the problem with that? I almost got took out today while making some ice cream. While making some ice cream? Yeah. Dog, how do you die from making ice cream? What are you talking about, dog? I'm all happy to go. I'm I'm happy for the show. And you want to start out talking about how you almost died making ice cream. What are you talking about, man? All right. So I make ice cream. Yep. And um, so the process is you have to kind of like after you mix all the ingredients, you have to then boil the ingredients. Okay. And you can't just put them. That don't sound too hard, but go ahead. Well, so here's where it gets kind of iffy. So you can't just boil it straight on the fire. You have to use what they call, I think it's called a boiler. So like there would be a big pot and then you could slide another pot inside of it. So the big pot would have water in it and then the the pot with the um, the contents would go inside of that. And so you're basically cooking it off the steam. Okay. You, you get what I'm saying? And so, however, um, being the hood person that I am, of course, I don't have the proper shit for it. So yeah. I just have to, like, kind of rig it up. And so I've got this big old pot sitting on top of another big pot. And it just it's just big enough so it doesn't fall in there and touch the water. So. Okay. So the shit's boiling. And I'm stir. I'm I go to go uh, stir the ice cream up, and I'm watching like the trampoline event or some shit on Olympics, and the whole damn ice cream thing falls over. It 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 like slides and then it tips over. Oh man! Good thing is it tipped over away from me. Yep. Onto like the stove top. Okay. Because if that shit would have fell on me. Like I would have had like third degree burns all on my on my junk and my legs and feet. Right. It, it would have been over. I would I would have been I would have been done. I'm thinking. You'd have been third degree, Jaren. Yeah, I would have been third degree, Jaren. Burn victim, yeah. Jaren. That's nothing all funny right. about that. But, <laughs> but yeah, that's what that's what I would have been. So. But if you would have like it would have been super ironic that you was a burn victim for making ice Wrecked cream. ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> like how the fuck do you tell somebody that story? That don't even make sense though. They were like, "What are, what are you doing in this unit?" Well, it's kind of crazy. I was making some ice cream, right? They'll be like, "Come on, man." <laughs> that's got to be a joke. So yeah, man. But but I made it. I, I just wanted some ice cream so I can uh, watch the Olympics tomorrow. Yeah, and um, enjoy this ice cream. And, uh, and yeah, man. I think I'm just gonna um, Olympic and chill tomorrow is what I'm planning on doing. Olympic and chill. You know what? There's nothing wrong with that, man. Because the Olympics have been popping off this year, man. Like the ladies are killing it right now, man. 
You yeah. got uh, Simone Biles. She's murdering gymnastics right now, man. Right. She's literally murdering it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, I didn't get to watch the gymnastics stuff too much because it's uh, been on during the week. And I just yep. haven't been really having time to um, watch a lot of it just with daily stuff I have to do. But well, let, uh, me, let me tell you, she's a beast, man. She's a, she's an all around animal, and she's like the first woman in twenty years to win back to back world and all around Olympic titles. Uh, she's like a three time world. Was champion. she there last year or the last Olympics? I don't think so. I think this is her first. Like, how did, how did Gabby Douglas have all that shine last time? No, nah, then like she ain't getting no shine this time. She ain't getting no shine because Simone is murdering everything. No, so I'm saying they said that she has back-to-back world and all-around Olympic titles. So she did it for the back world championship back. and the Olympic. So she she so went she like for Drake. The world. So she like Drake out here. Yeah, she did it back to back. Yeah, back to back. Okay, exactly. She and she's a four-time so, all-around uh, champion for for so the wait, U.S. So wait, if she's Drake, who who's Meek Mill? Is Gabby, Gabby. Meek Mill? Oh, <laughs> man, come on, man. <laughs> Why Why did she got to be Meek Mill? Yo, because she was on top, dog, and she fell off hard. <laughs> nah, I don't think she fell off hard. I think she I think she did good in her event. I didn't see She's her, like a role player now, won. right? She's like a role yeah, player, maybe. I think she was a role player then who just did really well. Oh, maybe we heard about heard about um, a lot about her because she was the black girl. And dog, she got a movie out of it, dog. So, like, if she got a movie for what she did, I know Simone's movie is coming in, like, the next six months. She's got to have a movie in six Is Tyler months. Perry going to do it? or I don't know who's going to do it. Somebody's going to do her. It's, uh, def- it's definitely going to be on Lifetime. It's definitely. It's gonna, I mean, she well, have any yeah, struggle or anything? I don't, I don't know. You know anything about her? And she, uh, yeah, dog. She they grew say up in her, like, her, her, her mom's. Her mom's was uh, addicted to drugs and alcohol, man. And somehow, okay. you know, everybody always has a story. And even like her mom could be a person that only drank like on Sundays or some shit, and they're gonna make it like she was an alcoholic. But like, her mother managed, it, right? Like her mom could have been on Percocet because she had a crazy injury, but they're gonna make it seem like she was addicted. You know what I'm saying? When you yeah. make it to be a star. You have to have a story so you can touch people's hearts. And they're going to take whatever you give them and they're going to make it to, oh, she was so she was so bad. It was like, dude, she was functioning. She had a job the whole time. I mean, not speaking on Simone's perspective, but that's how they do it in in general. Hey, quick. These uh, Hollywood streets. Quick, quick, quick sidebar. So you you mentioned something about being addicted to painkillers. Tell yeah. me if I was addicted to painkillers. So I had this um, this surgery on my back, this little procedure, okay. and um, basically they cut a big hole on my back, and okay. they gave me like I don't know some kind of painkiller, and I was like, you don't know what it was. You was addicted. You just take anything. <laughs> well, it was years ago. Let's just call it Percocet, right? Okay. And so. I would take the pills because I didn't want to feel the pain. Like, I knew there was a big hole on my back. I felt like that probably should hurt. So let me just, like, pre preemptively. Let me pop it early. Yeah. yeah. Let me go ahead the, and do it now. Before the pain comes in. Before it kicks in. Yeah. And so. 
I don't think I that's did an that. Though. Well, hold on. So I did that all the way until they ran out, the prescription ran out, and then I started doing like extra because they didn't want to refill it, and so then I started doing extra strength Tylenol because I was just afraid that one day this is going to start hurting. Was I addicted? I don't think so. I don't think so because you weren't doing it because you craved it and you had to have it. You was doing it in fear of some other result. I, I think I think I don't think you was addicted. Like if okay. you had to have it, like you couldn't function. It's like man, I need this Percocet or I can't go to work or I can't sit and watch this Olympics and chill. I need a Percocet to take the edge off. Let me let me go find some, and then there's none <laughs> in your cabinet, and then you go walk in the streets asking people twenty dollars a pill or whatever. That's no, nah, I wasn't I wasn't doing that. I wasn't like sucking dick for Percocet. <laughs> well, I hope not, dog. So, because okay. I would never drink out of your glasses again, bro. Okay, so all right. So, like I said, a quick little sidebar. So, uh, yeah. So Olympic, back back to these Olympic women. Stop taking a shine, dog. So, this chick, so uh, lit, oh, go ahead. I was gonna say I was watching um, the volleyball, women's volleyball. Okay. And there was this one chick, and I'm about to butcher her name. I mean. Doug, respect her name, dog. Respect her name, bro. All right, y'all. Pray for me as I try to say her name. It's Faluke Akinradiwu. Diwo? Yeah, uh, you um, sounded it out quite nicely, but I and, don't know and, nothing you just oh, said. Her, her teammates, uh, they nicknamed her Luke. So I'm just going to call her Luke. Uh, she's six foot three, and she's like, they say her position in volleyball is the middle blocker. Well, yeah. those are the women. They look super duper lanky and they jump up and they like just stuff everything that the other team is trying to hit over the net. And yeah, man, dope. she was beasting today. Like she was spiking the ball like with bad intentions. Like she's trying to knock the ball through somebody's chest. And like this little, uh, what, I think it was Italy that was playing. Like, man, they had nothing for her. She was blocking shots. <laughs> And it was just so aggressive. And I've just never seen, like, that kind of aggression, like, from a women, like, a woman's sport before. Duh. A woman's sport before. Man, you got to watch Serena play then, man. You know what? You're, you're She's right. She's a ball of emotion. You're right. You're right. But this was a little different, man. Like, Serena don't look like she's trying to knock a ball through people. She's tr- normally trying to avoid it. Like, with this, with this volleyball, she was hitting it so hard. Like, they wouldn't have nothing they can do. Like, they they, they, <laughs> they couldn't they couldn't hit it back. Like, she was trying to hit them with the ball is what it seemed. But, man, shout out to her. Because they, they, uh, they did win their match. And they moved on. And um, I, that that got me excited, man. I was hyped up. It was like almost like like a dunk, you know, in, in the NBA. You know, they was throwing alley oops to her, like they was setting it, setting it right. up. And she's coming, she's coming from out of bounds, and she's just beating that shit up. And duh, like, I don't even know how those fakes work, dog. The alleys they look pretty on TV, but you gotta know the first tube that's jumping ain't really hitting at the ball, dog. You gotta know that as a volleyball player. And then somebody else is coming and slam that shit. That's is nice. I like right. I like volleyball. I'm always, I'm always waiting for the third, dog, because those first two are just gimmies. Those are pump fakes, dog. It is pump faking, yeah. But if they but, get, if they actually did go with the first one, they'll get me good because I'm not even trying to block that first one. Right, right. And then <laughs> and then I think uh, what's her name, Ledecky. 
Dude, Ketty Ledecky is killing shit out here. Yeah, she's she, swimming and she's beating everybody swimming. Well, like today I watched her. I think it was the 800 meter free uh, freestyle. So that's just like normal swimming, and uh, it's like eight lengths of the pool. So you go go up once, come back. That's two. So eight lengths of the pool. Okay, man. She beat the world record by like two seconds. She beat everybody else by like eleven seconds. She almost <laughs> lapped these chicks. Like it, like I don't know. I don't know how it it got that. How she got that separated from them? Like how could she possibly be swimming that fast? And the rest of these Olympians, the best in the world, were a whole eleven seconds behind her. Dog, you know what's crazy about that whole thing, though. That whole thing about her murdering the top of the top of the world is that she says she's not going professional swimmer. She's going to Stanford and she's going to swim on a swim team. And it's like you've beat every possible com- opponent in the world, the best of the best, the top of the crest. And right. now you're going to go against collegiate swimmers, dog. That don't even seem fair, dog. You're going to go against ever been 18. To the Olympics? <laughs> You gonna go against nineteen year old Amber, <laughs> and what is she supposed to do with this? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad, man. Yeah, it's crazy. I heard actually. I heard. Um, I I didn't get to see who it was, but there's some girl who's like a junior in high school that's in mm-hmm. the Olympics right now. She's seventeen, and she yeah. she's a hurdle hurdle hurdle. I can't say that word. Hurdler, hurdler. She runs hurdles. Okay. I think they said she's going to do like the 400 or something. But she's in high That's school dope. and she's in the Olympics, dog. She's going back senior year to run, let's say, like in the Missouri high school, <laughs> like state track meet. Like, but she's coming from the Olympics. Right. How crazy is that? That's like, there has crazy, to be some kind man. of rule against that. that well, I mean, I guess it's not professional. Nah, man. Nah, ain't no rule. I'm just better than everybody else. You can't be mad. At seventeen, that is nuts. That is yeah, nuts, that's definitely, man. That's definitely nuts, man. So the women are killing it, dog, and they're really making the Olympics um enjoyable. Seeing uh Simone Biles and seeing the chick uh Katie Ledecky, and there's uh one more. There's a some um I think her name is Simone too. Simone Manuel. Mm-hmm. She uh she's the first African American woman to win the individual swimming event. So yeah, that's yeah, pretty dope. I, I, I did see her, and I was like, "Oh wow, there's a there's a there's a black woman about to swim." Is this is this right. real life? Right, right. Nah, man, we swim too, dog. I don't we know if I've ever too. seen it before. <laughs> what you saying? You don't know how to swim? No, I know how to. I know how to swim. Oh, but, you just mean Olympic folk? You no, know, I mean, I, yeah, I just never seen it in the Olympics. And also, yeah, that's, I want to shout out uh, Michelle Carter from the um, she she does uh, she does shot put. She got the gold medal today. Okay, beasting, beasting. So those women are beasting. Meanwhile, there's a young tennis player. Her name is uh, Gabriella Taylor. She's a British tennis player who was suspected to have been deliberately poisoned. All right, so she was forced to. Um, to withdraw from Wimbledon because she was sick. She spent like four days in the ICU and 
she was diagnosed with this rare strand of this disease called leptospirosis. Okay. And they say like about 40 people in all of Brenton catch it in a year. About 40 people. And maybe about 10 people have real issues because this can cause internal bleeding and organ failure and all kinds of crazy shit, man. Hmm. Wait a minute. So, so go, go ahead. Go ahead. So, so just a quick wrap or just a quick um, uh, summary again of what happened to her. Tennis player chick. She's like 18. She's dope. She's in with the, uh, the girls Wimbledon tournament. She started feeling ill, flu-like symptoms, went to the hospital, told her she had this rest strain of leptospirosis. And now she's, well, now she's back because it's been a little while. But she had to lay up, man. She had to lay up for four days with that stuff, man. Wow. And they say that, and again, it's very rare, 40 people in a year catch it. Only like 10 people actually have a problem from it. But they say it's transmitted through uh, rat urine or touching soil, water, soil or water of uh, of of wild animals. So, so she might have did that. I mean, like tent. Oh no, there's no water in tennis. Yeah, uh, I don't mm-hmm. know where she's gonna get rat urine from, and I don't know what soil or water from a wild animal she was touching. Maybe she was at the beach. I don't know. I don't know, but it's a really nasty disease, dog. It can cause your your organs to fail. That's I heard, crazy. I heard it was pretty, actually, like, pretty nasty in the water there. Like, the water where they're doing, like, the kayaking and stuff. Yeah. Like, they, they are, um, like, there's, like, sewage. Like, they're kayaking through sewage. Oh, uh, that's, that's disgusting. That sounds disgusting anyway. Yeah, yeah. So, so she she had to withdraw obviously from the tournament, right? And so it's being speculated that a crime um betting syndicate was the ones that poisoned her because if they make her lose or make her withdraw and they can't lose any money, right? And then others say that it was a rival player that the thing happened. Now the thing that was the kicker to me though was the statement that the parents made. And they were saying that her bags and her drinks were often left unattended in the players' lounge. And someone what? could have taken the opportunity con- to contaminate her drink. Why would she do that knowing Bill Cosby is out in these streets? I have no idea, dog. Like, Isn't that crazy? Like, like women, y'all can't, be, y'all can't be leaving y'all drinks and y'all food unattended like right. that. And I thought it was kind of weird that she had this thing, this problem, and now they want to say that it was foul play involved. And now, all of a sudden, uh, people are sticklers for, you know, um, they they want to they want to post the blame. And I feel like I feel like they want to post the blame on something. And I just think that that's that's pretty wild, man. That's pretty well. That's a that's a hell of an accusation without like any proof. Like, how do you go back and find that that somebody? I was gonna say that doesn't. I, I mean, I, I'm really not gonna buy into that, man. Like, like how would she? Like, how, they would have to know that she's gonna leave her food just sitting there at some point, or yeah, her drink and, sitting there at some point. 
And yeah, and that's and that's where the parent was. So why are you watching her leave her shit unattended? Parents, you know what I'm saying? Or family or friends or whoever you are. Why aren't you watching her shit for her then? Like, why are you letting her walk off to the restroom or go handle some type of tournament business and you not watching it? You sitting up playing Pokemon Go or some shit. I don't know what you're doing, but how do you know she often left her food unattended and drinks unattended or maybe that's just something she said because maybe that's a doctor that's a doctor's question hey did you ever leave any drinks unattended or food unattended like yeah i did the whole tournament but somebody needs to teach her differently so ladies man how did they just get their hands on this virus too i i have no idea i have no idea i mean if they say that it comes from either rat urine or soil or water that's been you know in in inhibited by uh wild animals <laughs> i I imagine that either somebody works um inside of some type of i don't know what do you call it, some type of animal uh lab or something okay like where, or yeah. maybe or maybe she's just that unlucky they say forty people get it a year. So maybe she was just that unlucky. She's one of the forty, man. It don't have to be this crazy crime syndicate. Or I wonder if she's been. Theory. I wonder if she's been eating like outside of the Olympic Village. Like was she trying to be in the streets and trying to mingle with the people, trying to get right. some, you know, some of the Brazilian cuisines. I think the Brazilians they're the ones that do that that uh, that card when like eating that meat, right? You know what I'm talking about? Like they bring right. out like a whole bunch of meat. Yeah, the, it's the um, Brazilian barbecue. Yeah. So maybe she was yeah. out out in these streets trying to do that, and she got a little bit of rat piss. Well, I tell you what, ladies, you need to make sure that you watch your drinks at all times. And if you got to walk away from your drink, you ask a close friend that you trust to watch your drinks or your food for you. And you have to even watch your friends that you so-called trust because they can try to poison you too. I was watching something on TV where this chick had got poisoned by her best friend of a couple of years and he gave her the, a date rape drug and okay so there's a couple of problems there already how do you have and, a best friend already of a couple of years couple, hey man people call best friends people meet best friends every day man six months best friend boom you the best Two, friend i ever had adults in 2016 do that <laughs> so, dude everybody well not everybody there's a lot of people doing it she ain't the only one but mm, okay. luckily, somebody actually caught her. Um, suppo- and this is what the story is, because it was one of those viral things online that I didn't look into. But there's a whole video and people uh, and people um, there's this big public outcry about it. And these ladies are getting props because they watched him do it. And they when she went to the bathroom, they went in the bathroom and told her that, hey, this guy just tried to spike your drink. And the cops came, supposedly, and handled that situation. Whether that story is real or not, that shit can totally happen to you. And it can happen whether it's your friend or not your friend. So just let that be a lesson, man. Do not trust a drink that you haven't been around the entire time. And man. and women, if you, if you are at some club or some venue and a man is trying to get you a drink, don't be the thirsty chick that just drinks the drink because it comes to you and it's free. If you didn't see the bartender pour that drink, if you're not at the bar with the guy while the drink is being poured, do not take that drink. Yeah, I remember you kind of told me that rule about um, 
Or was that you? I think that were you, that was you who was telling me about like you don't pour a woman a drink. Right, right. Yeah, man. Just to let them um, pour their own. And I guess that's should, part of the reason too. Yeah, and 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 at least being that open to the woman, right. I think it's a respectable thing to do. Is to say, you know what, I would pour your <clears> drink for you, but it'd probably be best if you poured your drink for you. And then if she, you know, she might feel comfortable with you and say, no, it's cool, you can do it. But I think it's a respectable gesture to do that. And not only that, because I had this one time, man. It was it's terrible. It's a terrible situation. So it was this one time I went to this to this happy hour with friends and it was this it was this chick's birthday. And I went to I was trying to be nice, have a nice gesture. I bought her a drink. I asked her what did she want? And uh she said she wanted a shot of vodka. So okay. She, the bartender was standing right there, or the waiter was standing right there. Said we want a shot of vodka. Dude comes back with a glass, and half the glass is like full. And I'm like, oh shit! And this girl, she's a really petite girl. She weighs like mm-hmm. 98 pounds. Right. And I'm like, I can't have her take that shot because now I'm responsible for her after she takes this shot. Like, I can't have her take the shot and then some guy take her home and do something to her or she gets in a car and drives and hurts herself because I bought her this shot that was like four shots. You know what I'm saying? So I'm feeling terrible. And I'm asking, I'm like, yo, you need help with that? I can can help you with that. She's like, no, no, thank you. I appreciate it. I I got it. This is good. And I'm like, man, and she was already kind of gone because other people had bought her drinks. And I was just trying to have a nice gesture. So I felt bad. So now all the ladies around, and there's some older ladies there. There's some some ladies my age there. And they're like, well, why would you do something like that? TJ, why did you, why did you buy her that? Why did you give her that much? And I felt terrible. And <laughs> I was like, oh, you know you're responsible for her now. And I'm, I'm like, I'm thinking to myself. Don't you think I know that shit already? Like, I felt bad enough, and I'm trying to get the drink from her, but she will not allow me to take the drink. So from that day forward, I stopped buying chicks drinks. I'm not buying chicks drinks no more. So, okay, how how are you responsible for her at that point? I just feel responsible. I felt responsible at the time because she wanted a drink. I bought her the drink, but the drink came, and it was way too much. But everybody, and, well, why is everybody else saying that too? That this, the same kind. I don't of know because they saw that it was so much. They saw that it was so much, and they probably saw that I was trying to get hit, get it from her. So they kind of, they maybe they felt my vibe that I felt responsible in the sense that I was trying to help her with it, or I was trying to pour some out of it to give to somebody else or give to myself to help her. And they, you know, they're looking at the glass like, why would you get her? Why would you order her something that's that much now? So hold on. It wasn't until months later that I found out what happened because I couldn't understand why this establishment, a well-known establishment, would pour a half a glass of Grey Goose vodka into a glass if you ask for one shot. Come to find out when the waiter was walking off, one of the other guys that we work with, and he's a jokester fucking idiot he said oh no 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 make it a triple so the waiter actually made it a triple and bought Uh, her a triple and brought back a triple shot so did anybody give him shit about that nobody knew about that i didn't even find out about it till months later 
we were talking about it and we were at another happy hour and it was like are you you know are you gonna offer you know a drink and i'm not i tell, i ain't buying no chicks no i'm not buying no chick no drink no more and they're like why and i was i brought up the story they was like oh and the guy who actually did it, he's like oh man I, I, for, I forgot to tell you yo when a waiter walked by i told him to make it a triple hmm. and so that was pretty messed up man that's yeah that's that's kind of weird man i don't know how i feel about that yeah ain't that kind of shady it made yeah. it made me i felt like it was shady for me like i did something wrong right like i wouldn't even want to mess with that guy anymore like that's that's yeah, kind of crazy man it is kind of crazy i don't i stay away from that guy i don't, I don't fool with him no more but anyway that's uh-huh. kind of that's it's still on base it's not totally off track but Women, you got to be careful with your... And you know what? Not even just women, though, man. Women ain't the only people getting date raped out here. Men get date raped, too. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's, it it's can totally epidemic. happen to you. It's like an underground thing that's happening. Like, dudes are just getting... Like, waking up with a... Uh, you know, feeling penetrated. It, it right. happens. Right. For people... And with people you think are your friends. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, it's not just women. Everybody... Watch your damn drinks, man. Don't go around trusting everybody. Don't be heading off to the bathroom and I'm gonna be right back and you leave your drink there. That's you, you. You can't do that. So you either drink that shit up or you don't go to the bathroom too, or you don't relieve yourself until um, or you don't get a drink until you relieve yourself. Is what I meant to say. So you know what I'm saying. Don't be so, ordering food and drinks and shit and then have to walk away from them. Right. And if you do walk away from them. And you didn't have nobody to watch it. You leave that shit there. You do not drink it. I don't care if it's ten dollars, twelve dollars, fifteen dollars, because you don't want to be sorry later. You know what I'm saying? It's not worth the ten dollars. Man, yeah, I, I guess I'm I'm not a big drinker, and so that whole culture, I've I guess fortunately haven't had to deal with at all. Like it's, yeah. it's very foreign to me. Like all these rules of of engagement and stuff. <laughs> it, it's just <laughs> something know. that you teach your kids, man. I know my dad always told me. Uh, my dad had told me when I got old enough to start drinking that you never leave your drink unattended, and he made sure he told me that. And that's something that you that as I grew and watched watched people, and and I had my own adult situations and being out with other people. That's just something that you definitely have to tell your daughters, man, is you need to make sure. So, listeners, you make sure you tell your sons and your daughters, but definitely your daughters. Don't just go accepting drinks because it's really easy to to be out and say, you know what? I, the guys offer me a drink. I'll take it. I don't have to pay for it. They feel like it's this privilege. And, and some of them feel like it's a right. You know, they, they, they need to have these drinks bought for them. But you don't know these guys' intentions, man. They figure I spend a couple of dollars on this date rape drug and then I spend a couple of dollars on this drink and I got fun all night. You know what I'm saying? Right. And right. it's just it's just not worth it. So got to be careful, man. Got to be careful out here. Man. Yeah. And I yeah, I don't I just don't think I'll ever really do the bar thing like that. Yeah. Like I don't go out with my coworker. I mean, we go out sometimes, but not like that. Yeah. And, I don't know. Is that is that a normal thing to go out to coworkers drinking? Uh, yeah. It's it's just happy hour. You you had a long week at work. 
work has been some bullshit and then you go out together and you sit up and talk about how fucked up work is but you make See, this pact you make this pact that you're not going to talk about work but as soon as you get there somebody opens their mouth about work and then it just gets into this whole conversation about how how your week sucked and how work sucks and you I was just going to say again. half the time I don't even want to even think about these people once I leave the building like 4:30 hits like I'm not thinking about my job anymore right until the next day that's good that's a good mechanism to have that you can shut work off because some people don't have that luxury because it's so intertwined in their life that they can't shut it off they're thinking about all right this just happened how's this gonna affect me tomorrow when i get up and go to work or man when i get back in on monday i gotta think of the solution nope all i'm thinking about is what i want the every anything that i'm about to be doing outside of work that's all i'm thinking about i'm never gonna be thinking about work <laughs> you know like i don't know i guess i am fortunate i can just leave the job at at the job and move on i think that's yeah, something man. people should practice they should everybody doesn't have that luxury and everybody can't do it as easy as what you I just described a, I, I had a friend uh call me today uh during her lunch and tell me about how um about how she had this this hard call and these people were going off and i'm like shit you on lunch like that's all i would be thinking about is you know (laughs) making sure subway makes my uh grilled chicken sandwich right yep you know extra onions you know or whatever (laughs) you know like i'm not worried about nothing that happened at work no but that that bitch fest that bitch fest for a conversation that you had you do that over drinks with your fellow coworkers, the ones that you like, and that's called a happy hour, dog. And that's speaking of which, you know what? I just that just reminded me of this conversation with my friend. So um, somebody took offense to something we said last week. Oh shit! All right, what was it? Um, apparently, um, a, a neon driver listened to the show and <laughs> took offense to some things you said. <laughs> You can't be mad though, dog. All right, yo, check it. Okay, okay, okay. Because I'm not trying to offend people. I'm not trying to offend people. What year is her neon? I just want to know. It's like a 2002 or something. I didn't even know that they lasted that long. That's pretty cool. My car is only a 2003. Well, they got the they got the they got the Nissan SRT4s. Those came out like 2005, I think. The like the turbocharged Nissan or neons. Oh. Uh, no, nah, I didn't know that. Yeah, they came out in like 2004, 2005, I think. Okay. That's dope. That's dope. How, so, is it is it a man, woman? What, what is it? It's a woman. All right. How's her neon holding up? Just like objectively, straight up, how does it, how does it look? It's struggling. I mean, like, it looks good, but it's hurting. Like, the air conditioning ain't working. And, uh, like, she cuts the air conditioning on and the <laughs> car wants to cut. The car wants to cut off. I told her it's the alternator. But... You know, then the the car be overheating, <laughs> right? So it is, it's, that's, it's hurting. You're hurting. It was only the effect. That's what I'm saying. That was the effect I was trying to get. I wasn't talking to her, and it's not her fault. Like you know what? That's the thing that we got to get out of too, man. Uh, and this and this is wasn't even one of the topics today. But you know what? It's not about the people. It's about the process. You know what I'm saying? It's not her fault that her car is struggling like that. Those neons weren't made to be cars that are built to last forever. They they just weren't. For 10 plus so, years, yeah. Right. They just weren't. They weren't built to be that way. 
So when it, when you have a 2002 Neon and it's 2016 and your car is 14 years old, it's going to be struggling. And it has nothing to do with the driver. It's not her fault. It's Dodge's fault and their team of designers for the lack of doing their best on that car. It's their fault. So yeah. if anybody should be taking offense, it should be those dumbass Dodge designers and they didn't do so hot on the neon and that's all i was that's all, all was, right. that's all i was implying when i said it was in struggling so look man look shout out to all the uh the women who work in call centers who drive yellow dodge neons that is um, yellow that are just trying to uh keep their check Dog, engine is it light, is it really yellow though that are trying to keep their check engine light off um <laughs> Dog, is it really they, yellow though? while their car overheats shout out to them it's not um, yellow is it yeah, it's yellow. Now, who the fuck? A yeah. yellow neon? Is her well, shit supercharged? That's not. It, that's a sports car color. And shout out. And, and um, hold on, man. You interrupted my damn shout out. Sorry, man. Let me start over. I feel bad for the for them feeling bad about what I said about neons. It wasn't at them, though. No. Let ahead. me let me let me start over. Let me get a clean shout out here. Shout out to the women who work in call centers who Scoo-hoo. drive who drive yellow neons that the check engine light is on yeah and see you fuck me all up man Doug, all these ladies that work in call centers and the men too because we don't want to leave you guys out there's men nah, fuck them. they should they should have been got something else <laughs> <laughs> you work in a call center shout out to you you, you drive, drive a, a dodge neon. You you drive a struggling Dodge Neon and you trying to keep the check engine light off and and when you want to cut your air on in the humid summer weather and and your car's trying to shut down but you trying to keep it going so you can get home from work. Shout out to you because it's hot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right. We good on us. We good be on safe, the shout outs. And be safe though. <laughs> and stop dating. <laughs> and stop dating these men in prison. So check it. There's a website, dog. <laughs> There's a website where you can meet men or women, for that matter. You can meet inmates, dog. Can you believe that shit? Hey, it's a website for everything, man. I'm not surprised. Dog, it's a dating website. Now, I know about the pen pal thing, and I understand that, a pr- you know, prisoners have a lot of time on their hands, man. And they need people to write to as well. So... I, I understood the pen pal thing. I didn't yep. always think that it was cool for kids to be writing to 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 inmates because you don't know what kind of inmates you write kids. to. Yeah. What kids? What are you talking about? Kids don't write to inmates. I'm saying, uh, like, uh, there was a thing that uh, that schools would write to inmates. What? No. Yeah, man. No, no. When when they did the pen pal thing, you write to other kids. Yeah, but there was a thing where they would they would tell. So you tell me, there's second keep, graders keep writing to rapists. Get the fuck. No, out it of wasn't. Here. It wasn't to rapists though, dog. It was. It wasn't specifically to here, rapists. Man. It was to inmates telling to keep their head up. But and also there was a there's a pen pal and there's still pen pal things going on now for prisoners. But hey, I understand the pen hold pal. On, thing. Hold on, hold on. I got a good pen pal story. I could tell. I could save it for later. I could tell you now. What do you want me to do? Uh, you know, uh, shoot for it now because okay. we're going to get off pen pals quick. Okay. Okay. So, um, back in like, uh, it's probably like fifth, sixth grade. 
um, we had the pen pal thing going and we was writing yep. to some kids in a different school like that was kind of in the area yeah and and so um, I had somebody uh, my pen pal it was uh, their name was Shantae Sh- Sh- I think it was like Shantae uh-huh. and I'm like cool I got a girl and and so we were writing and they said the teacher the instructions were to uh, you could draw a picture of what you think the pen pal might look like and so I drew her with some with some long hair and and all of that and then our teacher's like guess what uh, your pen pals are gonna come to the school in a couple of weeks and I'm like oh that's cool. dope I'm like, cool, I get to meet her. Like, I'm about to have a girlfriend. I was telling my boys, <laughs> like, yeah, I'm about to knock this bitch down. You know, I was, you know, I was, I was, I was ready, right? Right. And so they get there. And I'm like looking for, you know, I don't see no black girls. I'm like, huh. Is it a white girl named Shantae? Like, okay. She with the shits. Let's see. Where's she at? Right, right. And they were like, okay, Shantae, raise your hand. And Jaren raised your hand, and so I raised my hand, and I, and um, this this big dude, he raises his hand. <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, nah, bro. They said Shantae. <laughs> like, what do you? I don't know what you raise your hand for. Like, I like, I feel for you. You know, I don't know if you got a hearing aid, you left your hearing aid, but nah, bro. They said Shantae right. needs to raise her right. hand. And he's like, hey, yeah, I'm Shantae. And I'm like, duh, dog, you had a girlfriend, duh. <laughs> <laughs> so Shantae ended up being a guy. He was, a, he was black. I got that right. But, um, right. Yeah, it was some big dude. Man. So, so, what, so, what was you thinking about when you was writing, homie, though? What was you thinking about? I told you, man, I was like, I'm about to smash. I know I was in the fifth, sixth grade or whatever, but, you know, that's what we was thinking. We was on that in the sixth grade. Duh, you was gonna you was gonna smash this big burly guy, duh. Come on, man. Come I guess that's what on. it was, man. Yeah. There but, you go. But yeah, that's but my anyway, pen pal story. I'm sorry. Alright, well Chicks is writing Chicks is writing the inmates in jail and they're making relationships out of it, man. So just like your pen pal story, you got catfish by the way. Like <laughs> Yeah, I got catfish. Like you I was got like, catfish er, back like in the original like, The early nineties. <laughs> yeah, man. I was. I might have been the first cat to get catfish. Yo, you might have been the first person to get catfish. That is hilarious. <laughs> but anyway, man, uh, I don't understand these relationships with people that are in jail. Now, if you were with the person and they went to jail and you're trying to, quote unquote, hold them down, as they call it, that's cool, man. That's cool. If that's what you want to do, you want to sit up and wait mm. for your woman or your man to get back home. That's a cool thing, man. And that's, even that's that, respectable. And even that's debatable, but we'll go with yeah, it's it. It's debatable, for this, but for the sake if you want to be loyal. <laughs> for yeah, the sake of this segment, loyal, we'll go with it. Yeah, loyalty, right? Yeah. But there is no way that you should be meeting a prisoner. Hold on, in hold on, jail. hold on, hold on, hold on. How loyal can you be? Like like they got fifteen years. Should you should you stay loyal? Depends on the person, man. Twenty I can't years. Judge that. Okay, thirty thirty years. That. Thirty years of prison. You supposed to just hold them down and wait for thirty years. <laughs> if that's what you're gonna do, and maybe you guys have some type of deal. Like I got Dude. needs. Like if 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 my chick is gone for thirty years, I got needs, so I can go out and do what I need to so, do. When you get back thirty years later, we'll hook so, it back up. So you go to jail tomorrow. Your wife is supposed to wait until you come back and you like 65. 
Yo, to death do us part. Shit. You better follow those <laughs> vows, yo. <laughs> hey. You better follow those vows, dog. Like, hey, for for better, for worse. I'm in my worst times for these next 30 years, so you gotta you gotta hold me down. You gotta give her the pass, man. Dog, no, you signed up for this. I ain't dead. I'm just away right now. I'm gone to November. 30 November. <laughs> I'm going for 30 November. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to November. 2046. <laughs> Seriously, dog. Going to November, dog. That's got to be the worst thing, man. I can't I can't imagine being no, so look, locked up for all them years. Oh, my God. That's got to be terrible. Seriously. And all that's right, so. no joking matter. But so... I can understand the loyalty if your if your significant other got got locked down, right? Right. But if you are meeting a man while he's in jail, there's no way that that should be going down, dog. What type of person? Explain to me from your perspective. What do you think? What type of person, man or woman, would find love? with the person that's in jail they didn't know them before jail they met them while they were in jail see i actually do know somebody who has done this and and she you got insight then dog you got secondhand knowledge of this so i I don't know her well but i remember she was talking about her boyfriend and about how he always tells her how pretty she is and and all of oh, this. so he so so he running game basically. Well, I mean, no, it was just you know the way she told the story. No, at first. no, yeah, well, I mean, she, the way she told the story at first that her 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 boyfriend is always telling her that she's pretty. She's she's I wouldn't I'm not so gonna let's call dissect her ugly. It. Let's dissect this dude. He's telling her she's pretty. Is that real, or is that game? It, it could be real. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay, so this she's just saying her boyfriend, right? Oh, so you so, didn't know he was in jail yet? Not yet. It okay. was just it was just a boyfriend telling her that she's pretty. Cool. Yep. I appreciate that. And you know, every she she's not she wasn't she wasn't my type, but you know, good for her. She found somebody that loved her, right? Yep. And then she gave out the information that he was actually in jail. I'm like, ah, okay. But, you know, that's not that bad either because, like you said, if if you were with somebody and they went to jail, you hold them down. If they only hold them like, down. Like, you know, they got a year or whatever. Hold her down. You know, not not a terrible amount of time. Okay, cool. I understand that. Fine. And then it came out that she met him while he was in jail. Okay. And I'm like, Red okay. Flag. I'm like, okay, so there's there's some fuckery here. <laughs> what are you what do you mean you met him while he was in jail and so the way these websites work is okay this is the way I assume they work so you're in jail and nobody's writing you ain't nobody checking for you out in these streets in these free streets right. and so you have a connect out there and they say and you say yo um, I want you to put me on one of these inmate dating sites and right, the person, me on. The, so the person submits a profile with with some pictures that you took from from when you were free, when you was out, and 
they put the pictures up and then they put like your your prison your uh, inmate number and where you are and they write up a little thing about how you a libra and you know you like long walks in the park and you're a christian and you don't smoke and so they write they do a whole dating profile okay for people to write to you and so and then they have like the release date like i saw this one it said um the earliest release date was like you know september 2017 the latest oh, was man. like like december 2024 you know yeah. so so you like that so that's up to you if you want to you know take that risk maybe they're gonna be up for, up for parole in 2017 maybe they're gonna get out they'd be good and you have to be desperate to do this there's no way around that i feel like this is this is something that a desperate person would do when they have run out of options they have low, low self-esteem i'm sorry i'm sorry uh shout out to jennifer you got a a, a man in prison that's on you <laughs> but right right but yo like <laughs> you could do better than that yo you could you do can, better than man. That. they got tinder out here they got plenty of fish um they got grinder if you go that way you know like there's there's a lot of things a lot of other options they got black planet as uh dog, TJ. you know what else i heard though <laughs> oh wait hold on dog are we still doing this man uh we, i'm just saying there's a lot of ways to beat people man you know you could have met tj on black planet <laughs> no you couldn't i'm off the market but you know what's crazy dog not only are people dating and meeting these guys while the guys are in jail, you know the guy got a homeboy. He like, yo, hook me up with the friend. The killer right, is right. chicks are bringing other chicks along to hook them up with another guy that's in jail. So both of y'all are dating these guys that's in jail. How well, do you do it's, that? It's not. It's nothing wrong with dating a guy in jail. Is something wrong with meeting this guy? Who's yeah, in jail and they, they just. That's, that's how they crazy. met. He was in jail already. That is crazy. That's crazy to me. I mean, and I so know. Let's say, let's say he gets out, right? Let's say this guy gets out. You didn't know him beforehand. You didn't know him before he went to jail. But yep. you met him while he was in jail. He gets out. You gonna let him come live with you now? Like, is he? You gonna you gonna introduce him to the kids? Like, what kind of role models is dude gonna be? Like, why man. why why are you even trying that? Like, I understand people can change. I don't get it, man. I understand people can change and and that's all good. I hope these people get out and they do well. But statistics, numbers don't lie. <laughs> Chance are, chances are the fuckery will continue. Whatever they was doing before, it, you know, something is going to is going to um, manifest again eventually. I'm 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 just blown away. And, and I know that <laughs> Oh, go ahead. And I know we are the advice kind of sewers, and right now we're kind of breaking one of our own rules that we uh, we laid out during the advice kind of sewer um, episode. But that's some bullshit. If you if you beat somebody that's, in prison, like don't do that. Yeah, right. Exactly. Don't, don't do that. You you could do better. You could do much better. <laughs> you got it trust me you can definitely do better you gotta do better <laughs> you got to 
Oh man, what do you th- what do you think of this? You asking me what you asking me what I think about it about dating these uh, men in, or dating people that are in jail? Right. All right. Again, I think I've been saying this the whole time. I feel like if you knew the person before they went into jail, it's okay, it's fine to hold them down as long as you feel like it's okay. As long as you want to okay. do it, it's fine. However, would you do it? <laughs> would I would I hold somebody down? Would you would you would you go and meet a woman that's in jail? Hold on, I'm getting to that right now. So so outside of that though outside of knowing the person they went to jail you were with them they went to jail and waiting on them to get home outside of that i'm you should not be meeting people and that's the wrong place to meet people you need to go like to church or to a library or to a bank go somewhere where people have a job do not go looking for people who are who are incarcerated for committing a crime dog to to crenshaw on a saturday Duh. You can go many on places. On a Sunday, my bad. I'm being disrespectful on a Sunday is what I mean. No, they, they be popping on Saturdays too. Sunday fun day, Crenshaw. Right. You know what? You can go anywhere in the world. Just don't go find nobody in jail. Okay? It's probably not the best option. Now, I can't say nothing's perfect, okay? So I can't say right. that none of them are going to work. None of those relationships are going to work. But it's just a very good chance that if you met a guy that if you met him while he was in jail um it's probably not gonna be the best thing i'm you know i'm gonna go out on the limb so you have to check it then again you you have options we're the vice connoisseurs you have options you can totally meet that guy in jail and it could totally work out or it could totally not work out and he runs up your credit and you've got all of these uh long distance charges because he's been calling you collect and he can totally take your car, you know, totally rob your house or have his boys rob your house. He can totally okay, do look. a lot of things that you don't you, you don't want. You don't want that trouble. All right. So I have pulled up a website. Um, should I say the website? Go for it. OK, it's meet and All right. And so. It says starts off. First of all, the website looks like something I could have made. Yeah. And actually, it looks a lot like a website I would have made. They say this has been connecting inmates with pen pals since 1998. That's a long time. Around that time, I had I did start teaching myself HTML. I could have definitely made this website. This website is garbage. All right. (laughs) And so it says, did you know that there are millions of men and women who are currently incarcerated just waiting for someone to write and exchange life experiences? Maybe I didn't know. All of the inmates. Yeah, maybe you didn't. So they give you information. <laughs> All of the inmates who are listed here enjoy getting letters, especially those which help build their confidence. And they're 100% tested. They can... <laughs> they're clean people. <laughs> they're clean. They are. I mean, they, they got to get drug tested and, and, and uh, ST, STD tested. It could be a lot of fun communicating with these male and female inmates. All right, so let's go ahead and pull up. And there's some more, but, it's, but fuck that shit. All right, so... Let's pull up some. Now I'm looking at somebody. Uh, let's see. So they have. Let's go with Mercedes. She looks like she's pretty. Okay. So Mercedes is pretty nice on here. Mercedes Castro, inmate WF zero zero nine four at Folsom's Women's Facility. And oh, she's kind of close to you, ain't she? How far are you from Folsom? Folsom, man. I don't know nothing about that, man. 
Folsom, California. I think that's up north. That coming. must be up north. I don't know nothing about that. So she's 25 years old. She has no kids. She's never been married. She's open-minded, looking for someone to laugh and share thoughts with. What does she do? Credit someone card sh- scams? Does it tell what she did? It, it never does that. None of these do that. It says that she wants somebody who's, who's going to make memories and build long-lasting friendship, possibly more. Looking for a strong, secure individual to correspond with, write me and find out if you're the one I'm looking for. You asking for a lot to be in jail. She was born in 1990. Her earliest release date would be 11-12-2018, maximum 2018. She doesn't have a religion. Uh, She would like letters from both sexes. This does not refer to sexual orientation, though. Um, She has some college education. Occupation before become before prison, teacher's aid, activities in prison, right. reading and working. What the fuck is she doing there? <laughs> How did she get caught up? I don't know. I was have she, no was she, idea. Was she was she with the with the shits? Like uh, she maybe the, she was hanging the, with the designers. She got the credit cards with the scammers. She's a scammer. Maybe that's it. Might have been man. This is what she's twenty six now, right? She's born nineteen ninety. Yep. Oh, 25. She, her birthday ain't came up yet. It's 11, 12. It's her birthday. So, I don't know, man. Like, like they got this picture of her before she went. Like, I don't know what she's going to come out looking like. Yep. But, I don't know, man. Like, like them girls on uh, Orange is New Black, they be looking pretty good. I give you that, but I ain't meeting man, one of them and trying to make a relationship out of it. I tell you that. Some of them was kind of cool. Like Poussey, she was cool. Yeah, but I ain't going to hang around that long to find out. So, <laughs> that's all I got to say about that. Stop, hey, dating, stop dating these inmates. Stop meeting inmates, okay? Yeah. Hey, shout out to uh, Mercedes and Folsom, y'all. I'll write her. Send her a letter, y'all. Man, stay if away from If y'all want to be friends you know, or something more, maybe. Don't let, the, don't let them run game and seduce you into being a lover, man. Don't sound good. Anyway, I'm might get you a sleeper, man. Man, no thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no thank you. You might you might get you a sleeper out here. Nah, duh. I I go to the local bank and find me a sleeper. I'm good. <laughs> I know. She- well, that's right. You, like you not going you ain't looking for no sleepers, but you know. Yeah, I'm good. So, In general, I'm I'm good. I'm good on the talk, dog. What about you? You good? I think I'm good, man. Um, no, no secret Black Planet pages and no shit like that, like you pulling last week. Um, I mean, I was looking for your MySpace, but man, you were supposed to be, you were supposed to be pulling up your Black Planet joint. Man. MySpace might have imploded, man. Yo, you were supposed to be pulling up your joint though. Work. You want me to? I, I can. I mean, what? How much time we got? We do we, we only had an hour. We're a little early. Can you pull it fast? <laughs> Yeah, I got two of them. Um, which one you want first, the good one or the ratchet one? No, nah, I want the ratchet one first. I want. Right. I want. I want to hear that. No, 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 no. Wait, the good one first, because this is the corporate streets podcast. So we'll go corporate first. So corporate goes first. Yeah. Okay. So a little back, it's a like quick background on this. Okay. So back in the day when I was in Black Planet was popping when we were in college, right, right out of high school, right. Yeah, that's that's about right. And so, um, I was like doing my uh, job. What's it called? Job study? Work study? Work study. I was doing my work study in like the computer, uh, like the computer tech, whatever department. Yep. And I remember showing my website 
to one of the people that worked in there, one of the ladies that worked in there. Yeah. And she was like, what is this? Like, what is the stuff that you're saying? Like, this is almost like broken English. <laughs> and I felt so bad because like the school we went to, we went to Berkeley high and I guess even before that, like they taught us how to read. They taught us how to write. It was yeah, they, a big they were deal. He, they were heavy in English and literature. They were heavy. Yeah. It was a big deal to me to do well in English. And so I looked at that after she said that. And I was like, man, I got to change all my shit up. Like, this is crazy. I can't be out here like this looking stupid. So I, I had two pages. And so one of them, it looks like I did actually change. And so that one, um, this is Black Planet again. Yep. And this is Vir- Virtuoso was my name. <laughs> okay. And okay, so it goes. What's up to all you web page looker adders? What's happening, y'all? You know <laughs> I'm repping. You know I'm repping STL. But if you want to get all technical about it, I'm from the rowdy city of Berkeley. The rowdy city. Yeah, and I currently reside in Florissant. Okay. Just looking. That doesn't just sound looking rowdy, for it. By the way. No, that's why I just said I was reside in Florissant. I don't know why did I say reside. That's kind of weird too. So then, it's, then I say just looking for a, a good friend right now. Mm-hmm. It gets kind of lonely sometimes just having one friend. You know what I mean? Okay. Call at me. Okay. And then I say, <clears throat> then I say, let me see. I don't drink or smoke. I might look like I'm trying to be tough or rough in my pictures, but I'm really calm and collected. I consider myself extremely mature for my age, past events in my life. Yep. Have really advanced my outlook of the world. Um, I'm a sophomore in Kentucky State University. I graduated from Berkeley. And um, I like to drive my car as well as race it. But I'm going to leave it at that because I don't want the Black Planet Police sending me to jail <laughs> and impounding my car. Right, you know. And then I say so. Then I did I say something about uh, click the link above. I made a, I made for my most prized possession my car. So I guess I had a link to um, some kind of website or something. Yep. And um, that makes sense. So I did used to make websites. Then I say this young man has got a head on his shoulders. It's a lot more than what you what. It's a lot more than what you see here. If you want to explore my mind, you know how to con- you know how to con- contact me. Right. And if you're just looking for some dumbass N word, okay. just trying to get some butt, yep. and is out to lick some twat, yep. go ahead and hit up. Go ahead and hit up Mister Long Nuts Two Thousand or somebody. Okay. Then I leave it with some picture of my car. Nice. So that was what that, I would consider. Yeah, that's what I would consider the clean version of, of my Black Planet page. Um, now go to the dirty version. It got a little shaky. So here's the here's the 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 shitty one. This is the one I see like I'm um got cap capital letters, and I remember I used to do like shout outs to people. Like I don't know why, like I felt like the need to shout out people. Dog, what is I the, did. what was that about? It's like a big long list of all my friends that I wanted people to know all right so here it is so this one is called the legend that was that was my uh, my uh, other black planet page and i'm pretty sure i had another like i had a third one to troll people at, K- at k-state mm-hmm. but i can't remember what that one was called now okay 
actually, I think this one was it, to be honest. But okay. This one? So, yeah, I think this is my trolling page. But all right, so it goes. But I think I must have changed it. So it goes, what's up to all you web page looker adders? I think I yep. said that on the last one too. Uh huh. But then it goes, it goes kind of left. What's happening, y'all? This BGZ reference, <laughs> STL. But if you want to get all tech. I don't know why I was calling myself BGZ, but that's what I did. Okay. Uh, and um, I said, uh, let's see, I'm repping STL, but if you want to get all technical about the shit, I'm from the rowdy city of Berkeley. So that's still being the same for the most part. Okay. Sorry about not being able to see my little stats over there to your left, but I had to rep my city. But this is what I'm looking for four in a female what do, I, what do I mean about not seeing my stats I don't know if I blanked it all out I think you could blank them all out right uh blank what out I don't know like your like your age and locations and shit I don't oh, know what the fuck I was talking about gotcha yep so anyway um here's what I'm looking for in a female yep so obviously this is why I'm here looking for females I'm looking for a live female to kick it with if you a cool C-O-O cool female <laughs> cool. that's cool and you and anytime I say you I'm, I'm actually just saying a letter U that I didn't spell it out if you looking for a respected as well as respectful friend give BGZ a line or two so I'm kind of going in between like leech speak and regular speak it's really weird but um don't be looking at my page and not writing nothing <laughs> in that in that little box at the bottom labeled send notes yeah if you do that's mess, messed up on the real on and the see, real I think I think I like intentionally was trying to talk stupid like just to, I don't know if I felt like that was like the cool thing to do or what. Yeah. And then then I say, and my K State peeps, y'all know y'all fake if y'all don't leave shit. Right. I held them to higher standards, I guess. Anywho, to see my real page with way more pictures and more about me, click on my favorite links below. Okay, so I did connect them too. Yep. Oh yeah, and on them pictures with me, in that red N word on there. That's me in my N-word, Lloyd, there. Mm. And then I capitalize and I say, all y'all fans of El Sheezy can hit him <laughs> up at, at Weird Eyes. Don't be leaving me no BS about your voice fine, blah, blah, blah. Right. That's why he got his own page. Use it. Yep. Oh, yeah. Preach. One more thing. I need you to scroll on the scroll on down to my friends list and click on that on that name little mama s that's one of my best friends on here and you wouldn't be right if you don't check out that page and then i close it with that nigga you love to hate the legend god right okay. um i don't even know who little mama s is anymore i believe her name was shauna i can't find her on facebook uh, that's that's the only name i got to go off of but uh yeah man that was my black planet wow page. man congratulations that you was able to do that on your own because that was a, that was a wild ride man 
yeah i was able man i remember like creating these pages like doing like all kinds of script and stuff on people's stuff yeah and and i was doing that for everybody i had a scanner when i like like a uh, you know a picture scanner when i was in uh, college and so people would bring me their pictures so i could scan them and then send them to them and put them on their page like their actual physically back then back once upon a time yep there were pictures that you could actually hold right right and touch yep and you had to do something to get them on a computer so you use this this ancient machine <laughs> called a scanner yep and um yeah man like I, I was doing that and I, I was really into the the website stuff and um I don't know I don't know what happened to that I don't know how to transition to where I am today but gotta move on man bigger and better things man like I still I, I mean I taught myself how to do websites and then I taught myself how to work on cars I taught myself how to do photography I taught myself how to do this podcast yep. like that's, that's I've, I've always taken the initiative I guess to like self teach myself things right so I'm proud of that into little dope. young Jaren yeah man he was a good guy man yeah he sounds cool he aight or whatever I was trying to be respect respectable, I think. I, I remember I remember being really frustrated about uh women in college. Yep. Or girls in college looking like they want to find like basically just look for fuck boys. Right. And so I was trying to put off the the opposite image. I remember that's why that's what kind of got me talking about how uh, respectful I am and I got a good head on my shoulders and all that stuff. Right, that stuff's a rarity, man. So it was good to play that card because that get that gets them, man. Especially, you know, um, it, it gets them. <laughs> yeah, I remember being angry about that though. Yeah, but yeah, no more surprises, man. That was my Black Planet stuff. All right, man. And I'm pretty sure I shut down my MySpace. Yeah, I need to go I, back. I, would, I need to go back and shut all that down so people like you ain't pulling up old dirt, man. I don't know. I, I kind of wish I didn't, but I'm pretty sure that I did. I'm about to actually try to log in. I don't. This shit looks. It's, it's completely different. It, yeah, yeah. That's what they say. All it's right. Completely different. I think I'm about to wrap it now, man. I'm about to wrap it for real now. All right, do your thing, man. All right. All right hold on. One last thing. What's that? MySpace. You can sign into MySpace using your Facebook or Twitter. How ironic. Really? Go ahead. Yep. Interesting stuff, man. And you can be anywhere in the world right now, but you are here listening to us. We definitely appreciate you for that. You could be listening to the radio, but you know the radio sucks lately, man. It's been playing the same boring, repetitive songs. You need to enrich your mind since the brain is the most important tool that you own. You need to stimulate it. All right. And we do that for you with these thought provoking conversations and discussions that we have. Where else are you going to go to talk about how you need to treat your drinks when you're in the bar and when you're at that happy hour? Huh? Who else is going to try to help you with that? Nobody. Who else is going to tell you that you shouldn't be dating those men in jail? You know what I'm saying? Meeting men and meeting men in jail. You guys are pen paling and then start dating them. Who else going to tell you not to do that? Actually, that sounds your, like your a, mother. Should, <laughs> right. Yeah. That actually sounds yeah, like your, your mother. Yeah, your parents should have told you both of those things. Right? <laughs> Go ahead. 
<laughs> but in case your parents forgot or they were too busy yeah. or they just didn't love you, we are here to they didn't love care. you. <laughs> your, parents, your, your parents didn't care. They don't love you, but we do. Exactly. We got you. And you know what? If you want to talk about how these American women are dominating the Olympics or if you want to tell us about how your friend is dating an inmate, you can hit us up at the corporate streets at gmail.com. That's the corporate streets with a Z at gmail.com you need help handling the situation you know you can holler at us we are the advice connoisseurs we will tell you exactly what you need to do all right and uh you can also feel free to rate comment and subscribe on itunes and soundcloud because we are on both of those pages why'd you whisper that huh that was kind of that got kind of weird man like the whispering why is that weird man let, let me do me, man. Just let, can I, can I, I'm excited right now. Okay, go ahead. All right, uh, I'll rewind. You sound like a creep. Oh. <laughs> Feel go free ahead. to I'm rate, comment, and subscribe on iTunes and SoundCloud. Is that better? Does that make you happy? That was much better. All right, we have a Facebook page, The Corporate Streets Podcast, and do not forget Black the Twitter Planet. handle, at Corp Streets. And Black Planet um uh virtuoso uh the legend shout out to nearly perfect <laughs> and little mama s and weird eyes <laughs> weird and eyes. shan one till and uh <laughs> weird eyes yo. yeah I shout out to all my dog. all my black planet peeps shout out to all of y'all right we need to get back on there and bring black planet back we can do it well maybe not i don't really care to do that um you know what you're listening to this is the corporate streets podcast this is the podcast of people who accidentally use their jobs corporate american express to pay for their subscription to datinginmate.com peace <laughs> Jeez, y'all can do better man no duh. y'all need to do better duh you might act man you might actually meet your inmate you're the love of your life, dog. <laughs> the inmate, the inmate of your dreams. Right, exactly. But uh, yeah, you might actually meet them for real because you're gonna go to jail after charging up that card. <laughs> you go get arrested <laughs> and lose your job, and you're gonna be right in jail with them, dog. <laughs> well, good luck. Don't drop the soap. Peace. Don't drop the soap. Peace.